welcome to the over the counter episode for this week. Uh, it's the self medicated podcast. I am your host, The Wayfair, here as always with the captain of the igloo, bringing you this week's over the counter episode. How's everyone's doing? How has everybody's week been? Great. That was wonderful. Great to hear it. <laughs> was that a rhetorical <laughs> question? Yeah, it was. I mean, I can't hear the responses, so shit. Um, so, yes, yeah, over the counter. Y'all know what it is. Every Friday um, on these episodes, we are engaging with our listeners, engaging with the fans, picking up topics directly from y'all, giving out advice, having folks call in, all that good stuff. Um, we had a really great OTC last week. We did a little yeah, matchmaking yeah. last week. Um, and I think we're going to potentially post the results of some of that yeah. matchmaking. But Su- Subscribe to our services for $9.99 a month. We got you. Absolutely. We'll show you how to get the Do man some consultations. Life, or the woman in your life. <laughs> Do some consultations. Um, but we basically, you know, was able to help someone decipher a situation and shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what the, I think we initially had some good results on that. We'll see yeah. what the rest of the results on that are. Uh, but this brought up a topic on how to shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. And I think this is relevant for both men and women. I think for women, it's kind of always been a question of like, how do women approach men and show them yeah. that they're interested or attracted without turning that man off or like a lot of kind of that yeah. regular patriarchal bullshit. <laughs> um, but also for men, post me too. How do you mm. shoot your shot? And I think mm. that was interesting because of kind of the situation we gave advice on last week, right? Where it yeah. was like a classmate situation and, you know, it was a professional setting and someone was kind of dropping hints, but it was hard to decipher them. Right. Because they were doing a really good job of like <laughs> flirting without being too overt, I guess. Yeah. And so that brought up the topic of how to shoot your shot post Me Too. Let's start with the guys. Okay. How would you advise someone to shoot their shot post Me Too? To me, this is actually a very simple answer. It's not very complicated at all. Man, I don't know if I'm good to answer this one. Um, I mean, clearly you do it respectfully. So you... <laughs> I guess I'm going to try to explain it like I would to a five-year-old because some people are, you know, at that level. Right. When it comes to talking to women. Be respectful. I don't know. I'm trying not to make sure this doesn't turn into a tutorial on how to talk to women, like how to spit game. I don't want to give out my tips. I was about to say the the One Pop Poppy spinoff podcast coming soon. (laughs) Um, You just got to be respectful. Before you talk to her, Pay attention to the clues to see if she's even failing you in the first place. That's something niggas are really bad at, bro. Yeah, I am myself, but I'm learning that, like, because women are a lot of times extremely subtle about how they show you that they're interested. Mm -hmm. So the number one thing to pay attention to most, depending on your um, wherever you are, is the eye contact. You catch her glazing, glazing, gazing at you, glazing them balls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if she's glazing your balls You know she likes you Right oh, yes. <laughs> She's gazing at you uh, You catch it multiple times And it's a prolonged stare You're pretty much good to go In that sense Unless you got like A uh, fucking piece of uh, Spinach in between your teeth Or right. something like that <laughs> But other than that You know Make sure she's showing you Signs of interest Proximity rule too Yeah Yeah If she's close to you And she's like 
touching you or, you know, asking you stupid questions or doing things that you know she could do by herself or don't need no help for or know the answer for. But that's tricky for some people because, like I said, niggas are <laughs> at kindergarten level. Not only that, it's corona too. So a lot of interaction with people yeah, is over She there touching you, she really like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are some subtle things to pay attention to before you make your shot. Not talking about necessarily what to say, but what to look for before you say something. There's a, a highly respected and esteemed philosopher that once said that the best game is no game at all. Right? Yeah, you got to break that down, though, because they, the, they might not get that. The best game is no game at all, meaning trying to spit game is not how you spit game. The way that you spit game is just being honest yourself, mm-hmm. right? Not approaching a situation with any expectations or, in, well, you definitely need to have intentions, but not have <laughs> expectations. Yeah. And so that that's important to understand and realize because I think what's important here is that some of us niggas need to understand that you don't have to shoot. <laughs> you don't have to shoot. <laughs> you fuck yourself up shooting sometimes. That's true. Right? Make the good pass. I mean, you will make the you, right play. Don't maybe not pass. Make, you know the, make the smart play. <laughs> if you know what you're doing, you'll get to a point where it kind of comes to you. Yeah. So that that's my kind of disclaimer. But how to shoot your shot post me too? I would say the key, like yes, you have to gauge if the person is even interested you in you. Um, I understand that you know a lot of folks aren't very good at reading people, understanding yeah. body language and verbal cues and all of these yeah. things is. It's not a common skill. Yeah. And especially when you're talking about situations where you're virtual, we're talking about. Ah, very true. Like work. DZ was talking about. Yes, exactly. So those can become a little bit more difficult. You have to kind of read actions more. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Length of time responding to messages. Mm. Responding to messages. (laughs) Length of time responding to messages. Level of, I guess. Focusing on the topic at hand versus other kind of mixing in topics or other things or jokes yeah, and things like that. Yeah. Those are all, I guess, the replacements now for those things to try to figure out. Hmm. Um, the other thing is, and this is the part where I said it's super duper simple. If you have to ask yourself if you should shoot your shot, don't shoot it. You think so? Yes. If you're asking, but the question, uh, I, let me, I, I need to be clear. Okay. If you're asking yourself if you should shoot your shot, Based on uh, if she's going to accept the shot uh, rather than based on if you think you're going to miss. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you have to ask yourself, is she feeling me like that? Or, gotcha. Gotcha. you know what I mean? Does she, is she trying to, you know what I'm saying? What if, if she doesn't know she's feeling you like that yet? Then it's more of a long game. It's not a shot. Because I feel like that happens more in the wild, like say at the grocery store or at the, the post wild. office. I love it. Because yeah. <laughs> like, <clears throat> if I do see a woman that a lot of times I'm going to holler at is usually when I'm out, and that doesn't happen a lot. But like outside of the internet, those like grocery stores is the number one place I've seen to come across women. So like restaurants on a cottage. If I. <laughs> <laughs> I let that go over your heads. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to the last episode. Right. Um, yeah, so like 
Yeah, it's a little different because like the setting isn't necessarily set up for you to meet people. I guess work isn't necessarily either, but at least you already have a built-in reason why to talk to somebody if you're working with them, right? But if you're at the grocery store, it's a little different. So like, uh, I had another scenario. Go ahead, go ahead. What about neighbors? This nigga, this podcast right now. It's the last goddamn episode. That's why I said you told me to go. Yeah, I was gonna say. See, like, like, like I said, (laughs) like I said, you get to a level where people start approaching you, right? So, slight flex. I can't really speak on that part of it because it's a different situation. Because now I really don't talk to women that much, but I seem to come across women. Hmm. So. That's just guy looking out for me, I guess. They fall into your lap. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> sometimes they don't. <laughs> so yeah. The so the my other question is. Uh, oh oh oh! So we should also give advice for women for women on how <laughs> to shoot your sh- or how yeah I guess it's the how to shoot your shot. And I, I'll just be honest with you. Yeah. Most men. Aren't going to shame you, yeah, for shooting your shot. Well, we do have a story of Troy shaming someone. <laughs> Wait, do we? Who did I shame? This nigga act clueless. I can't remember. Like, you don't remember the story time before the? Okay, we'll save this for the Patreon. That story one day. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, I think. <laughs> oh damn, I think I just remembered. Um, I think. The number one fear women have is rejection, right? Yeah. And like, it's funny because I think that is based on somewhat of how women have seen men be rejected by other women, mm. or how they maybe have rejected men, mm-hmm. <laughs> which can be harshly sometimes. Not all all people or all women or all times, but like sometimes it can be harsh, and they seen that, and like that type of rejection does damage your ego a little bit when you're first starting out. Right, but most guys aren't going to reject women the way uh, women reject them. That's true. So I think w- sometimes just getting over that re- fear of rejection itself can be very helpful. And um, honestly, it doesn't take much for a woman to shoot a shot. Like literally, when we had DZ on, we just told her to send a text, and dude was interested off based off a very simple text. Mm-hmm. So like, you just you don't really have to worry about a me too as as much unless it's aggressive like (laughs) 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 I remember talking to this woman and we're just having a casual conversation and she's like she's random she's like give me that sperm like (laughs) what (laughs) I'm sorry I'm sorry ma'am (laughs) <laughs> like whoa <laughs> So something like that That's a bit aggressive That's where you might run into some like uh, resistance <laughs> Questionable And people start questioning your um, character And you might get called out for something like that But from women from my personal um, experiences Like if you're straightforward And not aggressive You usually can um, You know Get a win in a in a W category. Yeah. I think the, another thing that women have to deal with too, is the societal pressure of not being sluts or seen as, as whores. Right. Uh, if and you I say, think give that, me some sperm. Somebody's going to think you're 
one of those words. Yeah. But I also think that societal pressure also has taught women that they need to be approached. Ah. And instead of the approaching, and I think that has to do with trying to keep women as timid, right? Like non I, I think that's propaganda that. based off a of woman scared to talk to men. Yeah. And they keep perpetuating that. Like, I want a nigga that's going to come up. If you're not going to talk to me. Right. But I had a conversation. Actually, now that you bring that up, I had a conversation with one of my homegirls where, like, she's very ambitious as far as, like, career and um, knocking down goals where, like, she's not afraid to ask for a raise. She's not afraid to, you know, talk to people about salaries at the job or, mm-hmm. you know, go, f- go on interviews and ask questions about the company. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just Bless Corona. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you're so um, ambitious and determined in your career. Why don't you use that same approach when it comes to talking to men? Like, mm-hmm. why are you being so timid? Why are you playing back, taking the role where you're waiting for it to come to you when you don't do that in any other part of your life? Right. I was like, it seems to me you're doing yourself a disservice by not taking that same approach to the rest of your life. And she's done it. And she's had some pretty good success. Yeah, I think that uh, so the other thing about this is that you made a really good point that it's, men are less likely to at least reject in the same way. Yeah. And I think it's also common knowledge that most niggas ain't shit. So regardless of if they should or not, if they're going to accept your shot. True. <laughs> so that's another True. thing, um, which also, I guess. Puts women in a precarious situation Like you can shoot your shot And they might answer But you may be opening A whole can of worms Or some bullshit Which true. is real Which can happen either way Yeah, that, That's very very true Because <laughs> uh, bitches ain't shit either But Some, the, some, some women some, try Some 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 Them some, some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, Yeah I think there's a lot less risk involved For women Because I think it's easier Also to play it off <laughs> Right, I didn't think you were going to say that. Okay, because um, you know, <laughs> so there you can play it off. You can you can. And this is some of the uh, double that's, standards that that's exist. That's very true. That's very true. The double standard. So one yeah. of the things that came up last week that I thought about on my way home with Deezy yeah. that I forgot to ask her, yeah, was if Buddy was not attractive, would she have gone through the same? I don't know how long, weeks long process of yeah. figuring out <laughs> if, if he, he wanted, was, if yeah. he was flirting. Yeah. And That's, I also thought about the fact that I was like, damn, if this nigga, if she wasn't attracted to him and this nigga did all of the same things, mm. would that be harassment? I mean, I've heard, well, <laughs> I haven't heard. I've talked to women and from my understanding, Harassment, as long as it's not uh, aggressive or like explicit, it basically depends on if she's attracted to you or not. So it could have been like, like, why does ugly motherfucker send me his number? Right. <laughs> like he might have been more one of those, and like, hmm, I wonder what he means by sending exactly. me his number. Exactly. So that's. So yeah. I thought about. I, I wish I thought about that while she was here, because I would love to have heard. We her could have her, her back, and we can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we we probably will need to do that. Get that um, update. But what I was saying was, so that the that was a offshoot, a, a tangent of what I was saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you can play it off. It's less risky. 
The thing about men shooting their shot in the Me Too time is it's fucking risky. You can lose your job, right? You can lose. Yeah, you can yeah. you can end up with a fucking reputation based on some shit yeah. like that. With women, you can legitimately laugh it off, even I, if you're serious. And if yeah. you if you get yourself in a situation where yeah. maybe it's not good, you still have the ability. To kind of laugh it off Or just play it off Or joke it off I don't think men Have that same ability To do that or, Yeah mm. what are, what are I your understand that? that But you're actually Absolutely right Like when it comes To like um, Workplace And Things Of that nature Like The things I've had women say to me That if a man Said to them Would be Viewed very differently Which I understand Given the context of Male, female, or man, woman, non-binary, whatever, uh, roles or views within the society, how that would be different. But, like, still, there's no accountability in that sense. And part of it, I play a role in it as well because, like, I'll just shrug it off or laugh it off. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've heard some wild shit said to me, especially in the workplace. I remember when I worked at Jewel, and um, I'm not going to say her name. But it was an older lady that worked there, an older Latina lady. And she would like, she was the type of Latina lady that would like flirt with you, was kind of spicy, and like slap you in the ass and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, like, I worked in the bakery and the meat department was right next to the bakery. And um, I remember, uh, like, she used to mess with the, the, the butcher in the um, meat department. Not mess with him, but she would like flirt with him like she did with everybody else. We were mm-hmm. all younger dudes. She was probably. In her 50s And we were like Teenagers Early 20s oh, She was in heat So like She would say some <laughs> shit and she, One time she said some shit To the nigga In the butcher store And he was talking to me He was like I don't know why the fuck She keep doing that shit He's like Nobody don't want her old ass And like she heard it And she started crying oh. <laughs> So like Even in that situation He's viewed as Just doing something wrong even though he was technically being sexually harassed, we right. both were by her. Right. But like now, he has to talk to about be has to be spoken to about the language he's using around his coworkers God and what damn. he says. Even though technically he's right, God but that damn. is also another example of the person is attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's considered sexual he harassment? Took her ass down in the break room yeah. if she <laughs> if she exactly. was talking like that. He would have exactly. You know what I'm Exactly. Yeah. So maybe these double standards that we think of actually aren't double standards. There yeah. may be the same standard applied differently, mm. but it's not necessarily a double standard. True. Look at that. Look, look at the that. Self-medicated realization. <laughs> um, I have a really cool story time mm-hmm. that kind of feeds off of dating in the workplace. Oh, we got a Playboy Troy story. So... Um, <laughs> Damn, I hope he's all right with me telling this story, but just don't say no names. What but are also your coworkers listen now? So these oh, are oh, this was this is a long time. Oh, okay, you long, long time ago, different career exactly. path, yeah. different profession, yeah. different different me. Twenty years ago, I wasn't even way yet. I right, you weren't even born. No, I was way at this point, but it was just a different, different, <laughs> different, different. Right. This is in Atlanta. Uh, I worked at Whole so Foods. Now you're just making it a little bit easier. Okay. <laughs> worked at Whole Foods in Atlanta. It was 10.30 on April 17th. <laughs> <laughs> giving all the details. <laughs> um, the schedule had involved John, Mike. I'm not going to say the last person's name. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. man. Uh, so, yeah, we, me and the homie, um, we worked together here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually... 
got auctioned off by two women that were our bosses. Oh, slow down. <laughs> this was in the South. Were these women white? No. Okay, I was a little concerned. Actually, one was from Chicago. Because using that term, auctioned off in Atlanta. Yeah, I could see how you could. <laughs> Historically <get> speaking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, one was, uh, she was this black girl from Chicago. The other one was this Brazilian okay. chick from New England. Nigga, what? Yeah. I'd never heard of that before. I'm trying no to see one what that means. No. <laughs> no one had. It's, it's a, so she had a British accent? No. Or a Brazilian? Or um. Fucking Brazilian. Um, New England accent? You said New England or like England? New England. Oh, I thought you said England. No, I'm no, like, no, no. Oh, Brazilian okay. That's from England? Uh, okay. I would have had to. No Portuguese accent, though. Well, she when she wanted to. Oh, well, she like, I'm up. about to go in the park and got the grind. No. Okay. I was no, like, that not. messes. That messes everything <laughs> up. Um, so, all right. Basically, they were our bosses. Okay. And they auctioned us off. They mm-hmm. had a company. We literally, they had a, uh, a comparison to decide who was going to date who. Mm. And, you know, at the time, it felt great to be wanted by two beautiful, powerful women. Mm. I think it was, you know, at the time, it was probably uh, a really great idea to be like fucking my boss for hours and scheduling mm-hmm. privileges and all of that. Mm. Uh, this is. You said fucking four hours? Yeah. Yeah, this nigga, all right, before the blue chew. Legend yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah. The this dick ain't free. The fuck? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was an interesting thing. We were, we were auctioned off between these two. Like, literally, they, like, as if we weren't there, we're taught. At the store. So you were there when they did this? Yes. Okay. But they not were like, in person with them when they did no, it? No. We were standing. Oh. Standing there. They were walk, They were circling us. <laughs> they were Yeah. They were looking at. Look at this were, specimen. Look at him. I bet he can jump us. high. They were appraising us. Mm-hmm. There, there, was, there was a lot. Like, it legit. There was like, oh, blankety blank is so nice. Like a big teddy bear. <laughs> but he also kind of mean. Uh, Troy is just mean, but <laughs> but that means he's probably accurate. really passionate. Also, I don't know if that. I feel like you just added that part in there. But continue with your story, <laughs> <Maybe>. sir. <laughs> this is my story, nigga. Go check. Me. <laughs> uh, but like, it was a literally a debate. Like they literally, it was the definition of being chose. Like they, they, we literally got auctioned off. And you know, like I said, at the time it was really cool. It was like mm-hmm. it was kind of a. A badge but like looking back on it i don't think either one of us initially were interested in those women why <laughs> you said they were beautiful they were but i don't think it was like that until we figured out that they were trying to fuck then it kind of uh, changed a little bit it's like oh yeah now it, we do like people that like us exactly and some it of was us that. unfortunately don't like people that like us and that creates all kinds of problems but yeah but what i also don't think i ever acknowledged was the unspoken pressure there because they were our bosses and they did control our schedules. And I often think about what would have happened. I meant to do that. Don't worry about that. I often think about what would have happened if we did not subscribe to that game and play into that and how our work careers may have been affected. Uh, I think about that sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, and that's I, a good I think point. it's very interesting. 
Very interesting. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna do it for the gram. I'm not gonna do it. Do it for the gram. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Shout out Shadley and Andy, man. Those names, right? Um, let's see. Is there anything to get into? Anything else to get into? I'm really excited about self-medicated matchmaking because mm, mm. I feel like this is one of those services that we can really actually have a value add into. I think, I think so. there's a lot of niggas that like are really well-intentioned and probably really good dudes. Oh my God. I know exactly. Okay. Next episode. Oh God, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a doozy. All right, I'm going to invite one of my homies who has, he tends to have women issues. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I gotta let me, let me see if I can do this on here. I want to see your live response. Let's show you the last thing you sent me. You know, you know him too. So okay. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Just a random text he sent me. I punch a nigga in the mouth. It doesn't benefit me. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is a question he sent me randomly. Okay. It's a very interesting question <laughs> to start with. So, like, stuff like what, that. What happened, though? What's the story <laughs> behind exactly, that question? Exactly. I mean, somebody called him, like, mentally weak or something. Or, or, or. We didn't like, get to the bottom like of that. Because before, to, even before you even get to that point, it's some things you got to know about yourself first. Yeah. Before you can even get to that point. But, yeah. That's a fact. We will try to get him on the podcast next week. Sounds like a good po- project for the pod. <laughs> so, we'll bring him on. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, man, this has been another episode of Over the Counter. If y'all enjoy these episodes, make sure uh, you hit us up and participate. Get in the DMs, slide in the DMs. Get in the DMs? Am I, what? What the fuck was that? You can also message us on the Facebook. On the Facebook, on the Twitter. <laughs> we have a Twitter. Uh, is it active? It is active. It's funny because I linked it to the to the Instagram. So uh, it, it has, go check out our newest episode. It's like 30-some tweets of it. <laughs> but I'm a, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to start tweeting from that account. Um, my, my Twitter game used to be on point. That's what we hear. And uh, I sound like the nigga in high school. I scored 72 75 points. I was an all American. I used to bust a Reggie Miller's ass. I was an all American (laughs) swimmer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a revamp. I'm gonna see if I can revive Twitter. All right, there we go. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can revive that. But yeah, make sure you go check these out. Hit us up in the DMs. Hit us up in the comments. Leave a review wherever you're listening to this at. We're everywhere. It's the self-medicated podcast. Over-the-counter episodes dropping every Friday. I am your host, The Wayfair, here as always with the captain of the igloo. And we out. Stay dangerous.